I hit the record button, so that means episode oh. 73 of they the duo sports and stuff podcast. <laughs> Hey, we start. We're, we're not live, but we, we're recording now. Said, hey, what y'all gonna do? Because we finna head out. We, we finna head out. That's what you just <laughs> did. Hey, I definitely before. ended your conversation. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Episode 73 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. My name is Deontay Epps, joined by my brother, best man, ace guy in the chair. Hey, I'm in the Dane chair. Beasley. What's going, bro? Hey, man. Excuse me. Ooh. Sorry. Uh, hiccups doing pretty good man uh all things considered um busy week or busy day ahead of me tomorrow but uh hopefully uh got some good news uh after that but uh yeah we could we could the beasley the, the residents of the beasley's uh house beasley we, we doing good over here yeah. the baby sleep the wife is chilling in there probably doing some homework um so you know the boys over here with the podcast <laughs> We got just enough time for us to to get a little pot in here. Uh, yeah, the, and that's the, the thing about the old days. Those the old days. <laughs> I'm sorry. The the, the Epsises, <laughs> aka the Eps, are doing great here. Uh, <laughs> but we had a small we had a small brush fire in the front yard. We good now. So. We good. We good. Brush fire. The the that's winter good. the winter storm is long gone and uh, thanks, man. Hopefully it's behind us for the foreseeable future. Who knows with right. the Texas weather going on here. But here for episode 73 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Appreciate the listeners and viewers rocking with us once again. <laughs> Appreciate it very much. Appreciate it very much. And uh, Dane, I think there is a big game happening this weekend in Los Angeles. Um, happen to know what, what's what's going on over there? Yes. Uh, is that the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, tic tac toe matchup tournaments. Pretty, pretty decent, bro. It's the 16 most fiercest tic tac toe players you've ever seen in your life, bro. It's amazing, yeah. Uh, but no, Super Bowl, man. The big dance, the big show, the, the, big, the big shebang, one. the big one. The, Speaking of that, the I saw the uh, teams failed this year game. <laughs> that one. The last two standing, the Cincinnati nice. Bengals, Los Angeles Rams. But even before Slightly we talk about the game. Did you see the tweet about the uh, the different – somebody had brought it back up, but it's brought up like every year how the Super Bowl logos should go back to how they were instead of those that standard format. Remember how they used to design them with the different mm-hmm. – each Super Bowl logo was different and how they should it's bring that sort back. Sort of tailored to where it was out. located at, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has yeah. something to do with the city. That old school and, feel and to it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. And somebody actually did a mock-up of how – the last few years would look, and I think um, that was something very unique about the Super Bowl and how they did the different logos and stuff like that. But I think that'd be cool to bring back. But who knows? Who knows what the NFL will decide? But yeah, February thirteenth on Sunday, Rams and Bengals. Um, mm. We got Matt Stafford, or as you call him Pat. What you call him, Pat Stafford? Pat Stafford. <laughs> Pat Pat Stafford. Stafford. I'm not gonna disrespect that man. Man, you disrespect nah, him. I am. I am. He probably they probably gonna win anyways. He's gonna throw about two picks, lost fumble, but they gonna win. And that's just that's just what so you so you've already made your prediction, I see. Oh, yes. oh you told me why yes, before you told me yes, why you yeah. We'll we'll get to that. But Rams, Rams, Bengals, we have man, 
it's pretty pretty even if you look at the stats wise. Offense. I think I saw a tweet. Yeah, they're both they both scored like the same amount of points in the regular season, like four eighty or something like that. Points per game, twenty seven point one. Uh I think the the biggest tell us, tell us what you think, Deontay. I I think the biggest <laughs> difference actually or a a big matchup, and I think we talked about it last week um when we briefly talked about this game was the Cincinnati offensive line going against the Rams defensive line with Aaron Donald, mm. Von Miller, <laughs> Leonard Floyd. Uh and we've seen what that Titans game in the divisional round where you know yes. Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. I mean oh, or cool. was it ten? Was it was nine. It was nine. nine? Should have been ten. Yeah, um and it, it could have been more than that. You know, he got out of the pocket a lot of times and, you know, made plays using his feet life. and scrambling. And we saw that even uh, in the AFC Championship game going against the Chiefs. That's going to be a tough matchup for the Bengals' offensive line, even with two weeks to prepare, because as we've seen, Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the game, best player best probably player, in this best game. Best player in the NFL. Yeah. So – it with 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 the two week the two week um time between the divisional round or excuse me the championship games and the Super Bowl. Two buys. Two buys is there any way that the Bengals offensive line can slow Aaron Donald down? Uh, I think this is up to the OC and the head coach. Um the offensive line is what it is. The biggest storyline heading into the draft for the Bengals was A, is it going to be Chase? Or is it going to be uh, Pene Suo? So, I mean, you could say they picked wrong or you could say they picked right. But based on the outcome of the offense or based on the humming and the chemistry that you have on the offense, they might they might have made the right pick. You might say something completely different after this game because they didn't play. They didn't play Aaron Donald <laughs> a few weeks ago. But now they're going to play him. The issue here that I have here – and I forgot which team, which three-letter or four-letter network put the stat out, but Aaron Donald has been double-teamed. I believe it was like 66 or 68% of the snaps. And he has beaten those 30, he's beaten those double teams 36% of the time. Something like that. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Like you they, they, the impact that this man has on the game and the amount of double team, failed double teams we're going to see is going to be amazing. So, you know. Joe Joe Cool better have a, better have his head on a swivel because uh, that boy that boy number uh, that boy number ninety nine coming after him. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. For I mean, Aaron Donald completely takes over a game. Obviously, he and got two first names. If, I just realized that. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Boy, AD. <laughs> boy, AD. <laughs> How you got two uh, first names? <laughs> two first right, names. Ahead, no, I was just names. saying he I mean he completely can take over a game. We've seen it multiple times before, and I think I I just don't see a scenario where I mean Joe, I won't say he's running for his life every play, but I mean you do you run quick pass game or is like we we call yes. it back in high school the nineties game, the 80s, them drop 90s quick game. passes and then <laughs> Like you got defenders like you know Jalen Ramsey who loves to play aggressive, and so that's where you yeah. could get you know you get caught in trouble. trouble right there. Like if you're playing the quick pass game and 
defenders are sitting down on the slants and the stops. Um, it can get nasty then. Is there any other matchup that you may see that may favor either the, the Bengals or the Rams? Um, that's yeah. not the the, <laughs> the D line O line matchup. Absolutely. Um, whoever, whichever receiver the Eli Apple happens to be on, um, <laughs> that man will be. Don't let him read the, or listen to this. Yeah, him or his mom. So mm-hmm. sorry, but the tape don't lie. Unfortunately, um, the amount of talk. I love the I love the competitive nature and just the when the competitive juices get flowing. But it's one thing to talk. Was it uh, Michael Jordan said in that documentary? It was one thing to talk trash when you're up, but talking trash like you know when you're losing or when the game's close. Like so, yeah. I don't know what the you know the sounds from the sideline were like during that game with uh, them and the Chiefs, but he went. The boy ran straight to Twitter, like literally yep. after the the scoreboard or the. The game clock was legit like at zero zero. That boy was on Twitter talking big noise. I'm like, that's cool and all, but you better come ready to play. Cause if if you don't show up or if you get you get put in the blender, they're gonna be on you all game and they never gonna be able to lay that down. So whoever's yeah. guarding Eli Apple, that's gonna be the mismatch, the other mismatch. Um uh, you, you got Cooper Cup. I mean, we've talked about it multiple episodes how you know he's having the season of his career obviously like mm-hmm. breaking records and and the, with the nfl honors tonight i'm sure he'll take home probably off maybe offensive, offensive player, player of the year yeah. um either him or joe Mixon. of course you got i mean for as much as what's been said about odell beckham previously in cleveland and his time at the end in new Where york <laughs> yeah, him? man, he uh, <laughs> he's had what I mean. He's been more part of the the offense the last few weeks, and he feels like he's. I mean, it feels like he's gelling with this team and making plays. Mm-hmm. Looking, I won't necessarily say like the old Odell Beckham. He's only had I think only one uh, one hundred yard receiving game since he's been with the Rams. But obviously, he's making an impact. He's making plays, yeah, big time. plays when they need him. The boy Stack right. Patrick is gonna make it happen. Just, just yeah. watch the game. He's gonna. With a quarterback like Stafford that can can get him the ball Stafford. and not necessarily forcing him, and what's obviously helped Odell is having a receiver on the other end like Cooper Cup, right? Like a guy yeah, that we all need complimentary receivers. Yeah, every every right. big every big number one or number two has had a, a a decent guy on the other side. It's it's just the way the work yeah. the way of the world and how it works. Just look at the last right. five Super and Bowls. Th- yeah, having having him on the team like and putting up crazy numbers like that. Like all the focus mm-hmm. or most of the focus is going to be on stopping Cooper cup. And Absolutely. if you have Odell as a two, I mean, that's, 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 that's pretty damn good. That's yeah. a nightmare, bro. Yeah. And, um, as much as I picked against Joe Burrow in the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's incredible what he's done. Technically, right. This is his first full. Se- I mean, it is his first yeah. full season rookie year. Last mm-hmm. year, he tore his ACL. Um, Hasn't lost a playoff game, obviously, even going back to college. You know, he ran through college football playoff with that run uh, with uh, Jamar Chase. And so yeah. – One of the most talented rosters we've seen in college football. Yeah. Probably more than likely top five we'll see. Like, it's up yeah. there. Um, it seems like – I mean, I don't like to make comparisons, so I won't. But Uh-oh. he 
it, ahead, it's, man. it's your been bag. very your no, bad I won't, takes bag. Eating your bad takes bag, boy. I won't do it. with your whole chest. No, I'm just saying, like, he... He's the what? How do they always quote it? Dan? He looked like he's been here before. Like, like, <laughs> he like a, a second year player. Um, gotcha. Like we it's, talked about before. Joe Cool, bro. Yeah. He, he, I mean, boy, you get sacked nine times. You're not supposed to march your team to win down the, game. the field yeah. and to win the game. Like, that's not supposed to happen. Your spirit and your very essence of competitiveness is supposed to be broken. There's <laughs> nothing that's supposed to be going right. You're supposed to be spiking the ball after every time you get sacked, looking at your linemen, cussing them fools out. Like, that's how it's supposed to go. But, you know, he – boy, was cool. And there's so many – so many of the people we love to listen to and watch on TV have made some, you know, comparisons to some very great NFL players that have, are, are cool, common. Which one did you hear? In the face of danger. Joe Namath, Broadway Joe. That's the one I've been hearing. I, like, I heard Joe and I'm like. Yeah. Oh, now that's a good one. Mm-hmm. They were saying he didn't have the uh, like the best arm, but when the ball needed to get delivered there, he would get it there and uh, got out of the pocket when needed. Uh, but I don't like to make comparisons, Dane. That's but that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Okay. okay, uh, okay. Another. We talked about the the Rams defensive line, right? And right. the pressure that they can cause for this game for for the Bengals O-line. What what's also important about the Bengals passing game is, you know, usually when 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 you have an offensive line that's struggling or keeping the quarterback upright, mm-hmm. a lot of times they the fix so to speak is to have a decent running game. Or like some type of outlet where the defense can't just rush, huh? A balance. Yeah, a balanced offense, a balanced attack. And you would think, okay, Joe Mixon's, you know, really good running back. I say maybe top five. Would you say oh, yeah, top five right. running yes, back in the yes. league? Okay. Top five. Top three top complete five. back in the NFL. Consistent. Right. And so you want to get him going. But right. once again, you have this crazy Rams defense that's only given up about 54 yards rushing the game. They're, and, they're a beatable team. They're a beatable team. Yeah. What's, what's work, I, they, what has worked for the Bengals, though, is is when Joe Mixon is involved, obviously Joe Burrow's involved, Jamar Chase is involved, like mm-hmm. just something needs to get going. Yeah, spread it around yeah. and keep it going. Don't shy away. If you get down by a position or two, don't shy away from the run game. Like, we saw we saw exactly what happened when they were playing the Chiefs and they were down twenty what twenty one zero twenty one zero is that right? And uh, they did something like that or three. I it, think. it was some weird. It was some weird. Some weird. Yeah. But it was twenty one points on Chiefs side, and yeah. they still were handing the rock off to Joe Mixon. Say what you want about oh they're in you know prevent defense or just soft coverage because yeah. they had a you know three point or a three possession lead. Save it. You have a job as an NFL player. You have a job in those trenches to make sure that your backs aren't running wild. Uh, running through limo-sized lanes and, and things like that. And, you know, all I'm saying is there's an opportunity. There's a chance. The game's not written yet. You know, we have no idea what's going to take place, but there's a chance. Balance. Balance. Right. Like, even, like, just get Joe Mixon touches. Of course, give Jamal Chase the ball, but 
in the screen game, like if the D line is rushing like crazy, trying to get mm-hmm. to Joe Burrow, you should have opportunities where Joe Mixon out of the backfield can, you know, make some things happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? What was I going to say? Um, oh, yes. So do you remember <laughs> that two years ago in the fifth round when the Bengals picked Evan McPherson, the kicker, and everybody laughed? Yeah. I know I was one of them. <laughs> it's like, why are you picking the who? Who picks the kicker in the fifth round? Well, I know somebody but, picks the kicker in the first two rounds. You said what? <clears throat> I know what team picks the kicker in the first two rounds. Who? Who did that? The Bucks, uh, the Bucks, Bucks. did with uh, old boy old from buddy Florida from, State. Uh, <laughs> they did that. I forgot about that. That was a failed. Um, boy was he was the man in college, but he got. You got to them NFL lights and hook them left. Flashing lights, too big for them. <laughs> hook them but left and hook them right. The Bengals drafting Evan McPherson fifth round proved, or I mean, he they're not in the Super Bowl without him. No, right? absolutely not. Uh, what, what game was the uh, the Titans like game? He made seven the, field goals. going to the AFC Championship. Right. But he hit seven field goals that game, right? Six? He seven? hit a lot. I don't lose count. I just know he had the most important. He had the most important job. Yeah, I've heard Baby Justin Tucker as 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 his That's not fair. nickname, but clutch. somebody's calling him Baby Justin. The clutch gene, accuracy, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Justin you know, Tucker, Hall of Famer, um, so big shoes to fill with a you know drawing comparisons like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of times you hear like field goals. I mean, you, obviously, you want touchdowns more than field goals, but um, if you play as well, the as the Bengals defense has been playing like right. lights out in this playoffs, right? Um, you get those opportunities where you get down in the red zone, maybe outside the red zone, and to have somebody automatic like that guy that is putting the ball through the uprights, that's definitely an advantage for um, Cincinnati. And I think he'll he'll probably, you know, of course be the X factor again when they play on Sunday and you just huffed. What does that I'm, mean? I'm jealous. Cause it must be nice to <laughs> go grab a drink out the refrigerator, or go take a piss when after the touchdown is scored, because you know that your kicker is going to make the PA automatic points. Huh? It must be nice. I remember those days long time ago. Yeah, Dan Bailey. Who was who was the Cowboys' down. automatic guy? It, it was Dan Bailey, but then he just fell off. Like when he just fell yes. off hard, he just he was like because he was right there behind Justin Tucker. I mean, he was the the most accurate kicker in NFL history, and then it just was like. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that. Now we got Greg Zerline, like that dude's it, man. I don't know what that's about, but I'm like, dang, delay, must scored, y'all must have scored two field goals. Nah, bro, we missed the we missed the kick, we missed the PAT, my boy. Again? Yeah, we did. So, is he coming <sighs> back next year? Shit, hell yeah, he's coming back. He's a freaking Bones Fossils boy, so he of course he's coming back. In the mm, I ain't talking about no sorry Cowboys right now, bro. We talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> we talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just that shit. Good old Greg Delay. Good old Greg Delay. Uh, so you know, Dane, we've we've had this conversation on and off the mic about Matt Stafford and Stat Pepper. Whatever you want to say about him, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me let me pat myself on the back one time. Oh my Again. gosh! I think Ego. My Super Bowl at the beginning where we had our Super Bowl <laughs> predictions. 
I had Rams Chiefs, so I was half right, right? Do I get credit for that? Hell no. Of course you, you don't get no participation trophy for that crap, man. Come on now. Anyway, I had the Rams in the Super Bowl. Good for you, bro. I had the Chiefs on the other side. Who'd you have winning? I had Deontay? the Rams. Who'd you have winning, Deontay? I had the Chiefs winning. Okay, you're wrong then. You're wrong just like the rest of us because we all picked the Chiefs anyway. to win. And where are they at? Making podcasts just like us right now. And they're in yep. multi-million dollar mansions. So. On the, yeah. <laughs> Everybody got a podcast now, man. We, we were talking about that too. Like yeah. how every athlete and, you know, former athlete, <laughs> what, Draymond Green got his own thing and he's still like live playing. Like, <laughs> Who just bro, got back from practice? About to fire room. up this podcast. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> make room for the rest of us, man. <laughs> We're trying to make it big here, bro. Don't worry about that, man. They gotta get these, they gotta get these issues off, these first world issues off, yeah. man. I, I wonder how that is. I, like, I wonder how that has to be, like knowing that something you say could rub a, a teammate or an opponent that you're about to play the wrong way. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? I guess it's, you might it's, have it's a different, yeah. It's a different time. Like I watched him talk about, uh, or I watched a little clip of him talking with Darius Garland from from Cleveland and how, mm-hmm. uh, how he's reviving, um, you know, the C- Cleveland since LeBron has left and all that. I mean, I think it's very different. Like we haven't seen anything like it, especially him signing. That, I don't know if you saw him signing that Draymond Green signing the deal with Turner sports yeah. to be like an analyst like he's been doing but like while the season's going on while he's in the league which yeah, is i mean uh, it's different Ryan Clark not was knocking like that it too yeah Ryan Clark was like I'm he not- had a contract with ESPN when he was still playing yeah. if i'm not mistaken sorry go ahead so no, finish whatever saying, you like, saying. well we <laughs> talked we have been talking about it just the athletes right. taking over the i wouldn't say taking over well yeah taking over the space <laughs> it's not all bad cuz like uh, uh, yeah, yeah. old buddies from Notre Dame um, they have a yeah, podcast. And that, like, yeah. yeah, like that was cool. I like that because it's a refreshing take. Like, could you imagine being back in college and having a podcast, bro? Oh, man. I don't think I could. Bro, we like, been, just, we'd already been, been. we'd already been signed three years ago, four years ago to uh, I don't know whose network, somebody like, network. Could you imagine that? <laughs> and if if anybody in there listening or watching, we've got to connect, uh, connect, <laughs> connect us, <laughs> connect. <laughs> Us connect us. <laughs> oh man, okay. Prediction time, bro. Rams, Bengals. Who you got? What's your score? Rams 22 17. 22 17 Rams. Oh, both scoring. Yeah, I'm going with and that. your Super Bowl MVP, Aaron Donald. Right, you're gonna go Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Wow. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Well. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm about to do. I know you know what I'm about to do. All right. Let me let me take a sip before you start. Yeah. Okay. Take your sip. Mm. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Ooh, some good, that's some good coconut water. Why does that remind me? <laughs> I was watching Waterboy the other day and I <laughs> forgot how funny it was, man. 
when Vicky Valancourt no, hooked up his, uh, his uh, lawnmower, remember that? <laughs> he took off. Yeah. <laughs> now, Bunny C was he tackled that teacher. He said, No, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. <laughs> Mama's wrong again. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> Waterboy's a classic. Man. I have watches too. Watch that boy said, Mama's wrong again. <laughs> Bro, he really looked like Colonel Sanders, though. Mama said, all the crocodiles, they so mad because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> that boy said that mess with a straight smile too. he in there. Right. <laughs> Mama's wrong again. <laughs> Shout out to Waterboy right, Classic. All right. Oh, all right. shoot. So I'm, I, I've gone against the Bengals the entire playoffs except, I think, the wild card round. The Rams are playing in their home stadium. I, it really doesn't matter because the Rams. Have we had I mean, have we had a team hosting the Super Bowl win yet? Yes, last year actually. Last year, Tampa. They, they were the first right. team to make it to the Super Bowl with it the, in their home stadium, and, and obviously the first one to win it. Okay, so um, we gonna go back to back. Whew, that's a bad take, Dane. I'm going with it. Dane's going with it. And I, I, uh, I didn't know, and I mentioned this before. I, I didn't know who I was gonna pick. I keep going back and forth. I'm, I'm gonna go with. I'm going. bad, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Bengals, man. <laughs> the Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals. 24-21. This mug flipped straight to the power button and did like a head spin, man. My bad. Sorry. You good, bro? I ain't, I ain't got my twenty-four twenty-one. Bengals. Joe Burrow MVP. Mm. Uh Cliche, and that I think, I think it'll be where the Rams will get to him, like we mentioned in you know previous games where, he, like the offensive line struggles. Mm-hmm. I think the Rams get to him a couple times. I think towards the end of the game, Cincinnati, you know, is still in the game where they're keeping it close. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's through field goals or whether it's big stops, big plays, but I think Joe Burrow leads them down the field um, for a game-winning drive. I go 24-21 Joe Burrow and the Bengals. First Super Bowl win, first Super Bowl title for the Bengals, man. That's what I'm going to do. Because mm. I i don't know. Don't it's know. weird, man. Now it, you don't know. It's, no, no, I – I meant to say, like, oh, backpedaling, y'all. No, I'm not backpedaling. It's something about this Bengals team that is, I won't say different, but I'm, I'm going with the Bengals. Gut tells me Bengals right now in this moment. Okay. What do you think? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. I hope we get of course, a good game. Of course, offense is opposite of, of what you go to. Wait, what? I said, of course, you had to go. I had to go opposite of your. Oh brother. yeah, obviously, that's how that goes because we can't both say the same thing. Yeah, that's how these three letter networks work. Networks work, I, right? Yeah, yeah. 
we the 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 uh the debate shows always have to go yeah. up and their pre 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 production meetings got to make your sure Stephen A's your Skip Bayless's yeah. you know, but yeah, I I think it'll be a close game though, and um, hopefully very you know? entertaining. That's Say, I think, think bro. that's what you know, Deontay. Right, no, I don't know. Should I put some money? I'm, I'm not. Oh. speaking of putting money out, I this week this is the first week. That I made it through without searching for that jersey. I'm hoping I'm gonna do it after this podcast. I'm gonna see, but maybe they back in stock. Maybe the XL's back mm. in stock. What jersey are you talking about, Dane? What's that? I think we're breaking up. Hmm. Anyway, those are our predictions. Super Bowl Fifty Six this Sunday. And Dane, since our last recording, there have been a few more coaching hires to close the NFL coaching cycle. Interesting. Lovey Smith, the Texans decided to hire in-house <laughs> and promoting associate head coach and former Chicago Bears head coach Lovey Smith as the head Bears. coach. Uh, the Dolphins, after firing Brian Flores, had decided to hire Mike oh. McDaniels from the Shanahan Tree. Shanahan Tree, yes, the San Francisco 49ers. And then after the retiring, sudden retirement of Sean Payton from the New oh. Orleans Saints, oh. Dennis Allen, defense coordinator, has been promoted to head coach. Oh. Are these, are, are, uh, I guess, my question to you with everything that we discussed last episode with the Brian Flores lawsuit. Uh, um, I'm going to say it first. Go ahead, man. The Tex- the Texans, <laughs> there was a lot of rumors that they wanted to hire Josh McCown, who was a Sam high school. Houston's Sam Houston's on. Josh yeah. McCown, who, mind you, was coaching high school last season. Yeah. And post post Brian Flores lawsuit, a correction. They hire love. Unqualified, Smith. allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> so Brian uh, Flores moved the needle for not uh, not the right not move the needle, but Texans hired Lovey Smith because of Brian Flores. True or false? I think there's some truth to that. There's some. I think there's a man here. Fine, have some of these chips. Then you've been begging all day. Damn. Shoot. Yeah. Top of hire. That's what that is. But, you know, we know that the game is the game. <laughs> um, and I'm sure he he better be very thankful and grateful that they gave him that job. Something, something like that, right? He didn't earn it. There's, he better be thankful that they gave it to him. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, I think sticking to the, the Texans hire, I don't think there's anything they could have done right anyways because they're the Texans. So apologize for all my future Texans fans out of there. But this is just who they are, and this is just what they do, okay? Um, they can't help it. It's that family member that just always doing, just always up to no good. Like, dang, you. anytime you, you talk to a relative and they're like, well, so-and-so had to talk to so-and-so again. It's like, what happened? Well, you know he been uh, – you know he'd been stealing again, like that type of situation. It's like that's how we talk about the Houston Texans. They're the burden of the family, unfortunately. They can't get right. So can't get right. They they gonna do the the most disappointing hire for me is the Dolphins because they had the golden opportunity to save me and the rest of my Dallas Cowboy fans from Kellen Moore taking him off our plate, 
What happened with Kellen Moore? Because he he is he is every, from from the beginning of what what was that turning point for what for for you as a Cowboys fan? Like, man, I'm tired of Kellen Moore. Is it the play calling? Is it after situational the, stuff? Probably after the Patriots and Vikings game. When they the Vikings game was the Patriots game was probably our best game of the season. They obviously you're playing a Hall of Fame level coach with that has a a, a history of beating beating teams and taking away what they want to do, right? So beating the Patriots was one thing. Second, the reason why I say the Vikings is because we won that game with the backup quarterback, and then the, the offensive game plan was pretty good. It's also one of the last times I think both CD and Amari Cooper had 100 yards in the same game. So say what you want to say about that with the backup quarterback, no comment. I think after that, it kind of just crashed and burned, but a lot of that can be blamed on the offensive line play, your quarterback play, but or or the offensive coordinator just calling stale games. I don't know, but it, it just as the OC, you're supposed to make up for those um, those dead spots on your on your offense like that. And I don't think he did that. But for me, at least, I would have hoped that someone else would have tried to give him a chance, not for the sake of he deserved it, but for the sake of I was I wasn't I, I'm not looking forward to the Kellen Moore experiment. It was fun while I was there, but right. it just it's not fun. <laughs> just football Kinda ain't like fun it. no more. <laughs> Not for, like, I hate no it more. here. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I was I enjoyed the ride while it was fun, but you know, it, come on, man. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think I know he was in the last hiring cycle for for the Dolphins, but yeah, yeah, it seemed like it was just a hot hot like he was rolling with the offense as far as you know the different plays that the Cowboys were making and Over you know points that y'all are putting up at that point, so. Yeah, but um, back to the Texans hire, I think you put it perfectly how you said that they're that get, can't-get-right franchise. Um, even with, you know, the Deshaun Watson situation, oh, man. what they did with Cully, uh, how Cully, you know, seemed like a one – like they – from reports that were saying he was the one – one year higher, like when they hired him, they knew like, all right, this guy's not gonna be the guy. Bridge guy. Like they're waiting, <laughs> right? And um, yeah, it just seems like they're in that cycle of, mm-hmm. you know, not being like a doormat, you know, for the next couple of years. And so, Lovey Smith as a as a as a guy, like you know, he led the Bears to the Super Bowl with that crazy defense they had that one year, even at Re- with Rex Grossman Rex at quarterback. Grossman, so maybe. Bro. Yeah, Rex Grossman. So maybe he could surprise, you know. But it's, it's going to be tough with that franchise and who's you know leading the team in the in the front office aspect of it. But um, Lovey Smith's a Texas guy from you know East Texas, so still rooting for him in that aspect. And of course, he's a brother, so always rooting for him in that aspect. Where your people from, Deontay? Uh, my people from East Texas. As well, oh, okay, so, good to know. Good to know. You know, a little shout connection. Out, shout out, yeah, yeah, shout out to East Texas yeah, one time yeah. for one time. Man, yeah, man. The boy but, had to throw that in there. Oh, oh, perfect segue, man. You're good oh, at this. Oh my gosh. This guy. Speaking of brothers. <laughs> hey man. Okay, I ain't gonna get too excited though. But 
the Denver Broncos. I am a fan. <laughs> I am a fan of the Denver Broncos. Unfortunately. And there's a slight chance I'm gonna I'm gonna keep So you tell him there's a chance. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, okay. The Denver Broncos were put up for sale about a week ago, and week Byron ago. Allen, um, media mogul Brian Allen, who is a brother, <laughs> has, <laughs> <laughs> has said that he's prepared to bid on the Broncos, um, would roll. make him the uh, the first black majority owner of the NFL. He said he talked with Roger Goodell and Robert Kraft back in November of 2019. What did he say? They encourage them to do it like it's yeah. time. Yeah, so um man, hoping hoping this is like like I said, being reserved about it, but um seems like it'd be a good good move for the Broncos as far as what one thing I want in general because uh we just need an owner, right? The owners I mean, y'all got a room. <laughs> Who you talking about? Y'all got a room. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> that is a Pat Mahomes joke. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. The Broncos beat the Cowboys, whatever. I get it. I uh, won't even say that. I'm going to let you have that joke. You got it, man. You got it. No, no, you got it. <laughs> you got it. Hey, look, you said it, not me. I ain't say nothing. I just said y'all got to know. <laughs> You ain't have to put your business out there like that. You wanted nah, you know what she was doing, bro. You, you knew what she was doing. You you wanted these people to know. You wanted them to know. But uh, Byron, Byron Allen, his face, he his face, I don't even remember what he's from, but he's an old like a comedian from the eighties, I believe. But I feel like he's been in some shows that I've seen before. But probably yeah, um, yeah. He um I hope it works out to where you know he uh, is at least in the a part owner, majority owner, because I think he he has said he has an investor group that wants to with an investor group. You know, it'd be him and more of the people to pitch in money to buy the team, right? Collective. But uh, I hope it works out, and I hope um, because it's, I think the team has been in disarray since Pat Bowlen left. Like that Super Bowl run we had was, I think Pat Bowlen was already like. Having you know at. towards the end, yeah. But yeah. since then, like not having that sort of stable person up top and somebody that actually cares about the team and the, the direction top. they want to go. Say. So they say it starts at the top. Yeah, man. What other NFL news? Oh, Kyler Murray did a social oh. media cleanse. Social media cleanse, unfollowing all Cardinal social media, deleting all franchise-related pictures on Instagram with contract extension looming the next couple of months. So I ask you, Dane, <laughs> is this is this is this a big deal? Does with with the day and age of social media and I mean he isn't the first athlete to do this. Mm. A lot of times it's connected to him wanting to leave the the athlete or him wanting to get traded, blah, blah, blah. Kyler Murray hasn't said a thing. His agent hasn't said a thing. Everybody's freaking out on social media about it. I don't think it's a big deal. Do Mm. you? Nah, man. So I I enjoy the chaos that follows, though. There's people just panicking, especially Cardinals fans. 
because they're divided. Some of them are like, yeah, college to God, man, we used to promise him, man, we didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, man. And you have some like they're already trying to be gone. I get it. I get both sides of it. I think it's just funny to see people overreact about it, uh, especially the content that comes from the jokes and the content that comes from it. I love it. It's, it's always funny. But I don't, I wouldn't pay too much pay too much mind with it. The owners and you know front office guys they go to great lengths, you know, to go on the radio, to go on TV, to you know tank these guys, trash talk them, you know, feed their sources to you know their reporters to put stuff out there so that they can drive down the value of said contract. We've seen it happen time and time again. It happens. So when a player does something that's you know specifically something possibly for their own mental health. It should be just that. It's, it's just another day in the park. But you know, we're in the we're living in the age of overreactions and yep. stuff like that. So that's what it is. But you know, he he deleted pictures of family in there too. So you know, yeah. people just people just glossed over that. I guess the guy hates his family and doesn't want anything to do with them either. So you know, but you know, he's a he's a I I wouldn't say a weird dude, but he's like a, a quiet, more reserved type of cat. So I, I wouldn't think anything of it. But you know. Hats off to him. I, I, I mean, if, if he if he doesn't re-up with them, I wonder where he would go. Because I, yeah. I if you don't want to spend the time with a young talent like that, if you don't want to spend the time or opportunity providing him a contract that he's rightfully earned, like, why would you even, you know, do you risk doing the franchise tag and, and him, you know, you know, holding out or just, yeah. you know, playing poorly? Like, so I don't know. I don't know how that I've works. Seen, I've seen so many, like, since <laughs> – it's funny, like, I've seen so many different articles and mm-hmm. trade scenarios and where he would go ever since he decided to do this social media cleanse or whatever. And I was like, just like, yeah, clickbait, man. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I wouldn't think too much of of this right now. I think it's just what it mm-hmm. is. Players and athletes do this all the time. It's either their own social media hiatus or however you want to call it or. Um, sometimes they hire social media people that actually control their account and Market say, hey, yeah, hey, this, what, what's going to bring more people to my page? Let's do a cleanse and get rumors. How do I get more right? jersey sales? Okay. Yeah. So I, mean, I wouldn't a picture put of yourself too eating much like in. a rose outside of a, a bank or something. <laughs> do it. Yeah, I wouldn't put too much into uh, Kyler Murray, but. You never know, man. 2022 is already wild with all the craziness going on in in the NBA during the trade deadline, which we'll get to in a few. Um, In uh, the college sports landscape, Dane, I know we are going. I know you're definitely going to love this 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 next story. Um, LSU and Oklahoma among many schools that will offer customizable jerseys with players receiving compensation, right? With, yeah, man. It, I know. I think Texas has already had like announced it on their Twitter page. But this article is from CBS Sports. Several schools have announced plans to offer wide release of player specific jerseys through a partnership between Fanatics and one team partners that was announced on Thursday. So far, LSU, Oklahoma, Washington and Penn State are among the programs that have publicly announced participation. I know I heard from a local radio station here that Baylor is going to decide or they're going to figure out something. Well, nobody buying no Baylor jerseys, man. Man. <laughs> no. I am playing. BU Nation. I'm just playing. It's just a joke. I know it. Don't come at me, man. It's just a joke. I'm just kidding. I is kidding. 
No, I, yeah. I love the idea, man. I love the idea because not only this should have this should have been the case because there's no reason why people should have been walking around with these hideous homemade, you know, Adrian Peterson jerseys and stuff like that from back in the day. Like, cause you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the off-brand looking. Yeah. It's, and the whole issue behind it was the reason why this hasn't been a reality is because they didn't want those players to get paid. Cause if you know, you say a Reggie Bush Jersey is available for, you know, mass production. That boy would have been a bit a multi-billionaire before he even left Southern California. So, I ain't trying to hear it. So my thing is, shout out to the players. It's dope. Great idea. Uh, another win. Another wait, let me, let me, sorry. Another win for the players. I didn't mean to try to flick y'all off. I was trying to do the dub, but you know, it didn't look right going this way. So I'm like this way. Um, another dub for the players. I'm, I'm all about it. Plus, you know, if you have family or relative or close friends that happen to be collegiate athletes, this is an amazing opportunity to buy their jerseys and support. Yep. Um, so, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, just just imagine back in the day. Shout out to everybody. Okay, I ask you this: what what player's jersey now, and Mm -hmm. maybe like ten years ago, I already know off top who my jersey would have been. Of course, I I think I would have went back in the day. I would have went Vince Young because I was a diehard Longhorn fan back in the day. And Vince Young just went crazy that year. And I, I definitely probably cop a Reggie Bush jersey. Um, um I would probably have gone or go with a Percy Harvin jersey. Because mm. I used to watch this mixed oh oh no, Percy Harvin or uh Tavon Austin. I used to watch yeah. their Tavon Austin like killed highlights. Like the fact that Tavon like only got tackled like twice in high school. Like, yeah. If, look when you get a chance, look up Tavon Austin's highlights from high school. He like legit never got tackled. But anyways, I probably would have went either of those directions back in the day, just because of I used to watch this stuff all the time. Because obviously, you know, I knew I'd never be that fast, but just being able to see that what these humans are capable of. And they happened to yeah. play the same position that I played. Was like, man, I, this is cool. Like, it's probably been either one of those guys. Um, for right now, mm, I already that's know. Tough. Yes. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and guess. Somebody <laughs> off them Buckeyes. <laughs> uh, maybe a Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a uh, CJ. Yeah, possibly. I wouldn't. You know. I'm, it's well documented. I wasn't really high on CJ early on in the season, but I, yeah, I, I, was, I was talking to Sean about it. You know, um, you know, during the weekend and the wedding, I was like, "Man, he's he just needs to show me that he's capable of brushing it off and you know not making these idiot throws." I mean, yeah, you you know, you're a young guy and you're a freshman and all this type of stuff. Or don't play like a freshman. I mean, he doesn't seem like a freshman, but he he you know the mentality is there. But if he can clean it up, I can I can see myself being like, okay. I would like rooting for you in the next level, especially with my current quarterback situation. But yeah, yeah. So I, I'd, I'd probably right now I'll probably be you know Jackson Smith and Njigba. So that's probably where I would yeah. go. Only the yeah. greatest returning wide receiver in college football. Right now. <laughs> one of one of the greats, at least after the catch, is learn to yeah keep the ball in your hand until you cross the freaking end zone. So that, you know I'm going with a Baylor Bear, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Which one though? 
Let's see. Uh, you know what? I would probably pick Jalen Petrie because really? this is why. Okay. And I don't know if you know about so you him. You seen him in Jack he, in the Box or something? No, no, no. He was he <laughs> was the one player that stayed committed when Baylor was going through the whole situation. Like, Baylor lost, like, every single recruit from that class when they got uh, the Art Brow scandal and all that. Well, he yeah, was man. the one that stayed, right? He stayed. Mm-hmm. The one commit that they had that year that stayed and ended up being an All American, and dude is like he just had a crazy. We talked about Senior Bowl standouts last episode. After this past weekend Senior Bowl, he like his draft stock went up crazy, and now he's projected nice. I think like a second second rounder right now because he's so versatile. And you know Baylor played him like at this weird safety linebacker spot, and him being able to be versatile like that. You know, I think coaches love that are gonna love that, and he he bought out. So I would go with, yeah, I would go with Petrie. Look, he might find his way in in the Dallas Cowboys. With a start, yeah, I say that that about every player just because. (laughs) But here's the thing: the past, I mean, six or eight years, the Cowboys have drafted at least one person that participated in the Senior Bowl. So we we pick we pick those guys. We get those guys. He may may end up with a star on his helmet. (laughs) Might end up with a star on his helmet. Might do it. So, yeah. I mean, I ain't saying it just to say it. I'm just saying, you know, we're kind of pioneers in this whole scouting <laughs> game. You know. Shout out to my boy. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, True McClay, one time. Yeah. For the one time. Um, Already. So, yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. – man, it's going to be fun buying jerseys. Man, this is going to be awesome because you're going to see how quick these mugs fly off the shelves, bro. Yeah. Like, ah, this is going to be so cool. Yeah. That's, and, of course – we ain't all be all the players getting paid off of it. <laughs> we'd we love to see it. We'd love we'll to see it. three of each one. Yeah. Um, you know, the past, the past few episodes, Danes, we focus a lot on football, football season. And to be honest, I, I really don't lock in the basketball season until after All-Star Weekend, which is next weekend. But Oh, so you're a casual. Us, um, is, is, that, is that what a casual means? Is that does that make I me don't a know. casual? Listeners, viewers, is that a casual? Is that casual act, I, activity? So I you guess tell me does, you, I you guess. play you play the video game year round, but you're not gonna watch it year round. That's what you're telling me. Casual. That's yeah, what you're telling me. So many games in the NBA, bro. I can't. I, you can commit to watching once a week. You watch football once a week. I know you watch football. I once watch. A week. No, I watch basketball, but I'm not like watching every night, every highlight. Oh yeah, yeah I got you. Okay, lead with that, you know man. I ain't, mean to, I ain't mean to. Okay, put you out there like that, man. I'm sorry, my bad. I guess brother. I should have led with that. Like, you should have, but, man. You know better. You too. You too old for this, bro. My bad. I apologize. No, nah, I'm. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Today was That's obviously a crazy day with NBA trade deadline, and there were like 18, 18 crazy trades, right? Mavericks? Obviously, the biggest one. The biggest trade, not the Mavericks, Mavericks. trade. Mavericks no, 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 no. Oh. James Harden getting <laughs> traded after half a season with the Brooklyn Nets, traded for our boy, your boy, Ben Simmons, Dane. That's your boy, right? Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> James Harden and Paul Millsap going to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. And... Of course, with Ben Simmons deciding not to play for Philly this year, it's been, hey, he's been all hurt, the talk bro. in he's Philly. Been hurt. 
his pride has been hurt, right? His pride. <laughs> and uh of course that dominated the headlines today, obviously. Right. And also today was the NBA All-Star draft, which they televised on NBA on or excuse me, on uh TNT. I couldn't think of those three letters. TNT. And I think the last three years, Dane, they've decided to show it. Um, I know at the beginning they just uh, put out a social media tweet of which player yeah. tweeted, but the clips, last few years they've actually shown of, it. Yeah, yeah, they've shown it. And so it's LeBron and Kevin Durant picking KD. the uh, <laughs> picking the from the starters and the reserves. And a funny thing happened on that Uh-oh. on that uh, on that thing, man. So if you're, if, you're, if you're watching on YouTube, obviously, or you can actually just Google this clip because I'm sure it's been all over the the, the interwebs. But something happened. Uh, the reserves were down to the final two picks. One was uh, the center, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, and the other Rudy was Gobert. a recently traded all-star by the name of James Harden. I'm going to need some size for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm going to need some size and... Um... Interior, yeah, especially with Giannis and LeBron James Without playing question. such great basketball this year. I need somebody to offset that, so I I'm agree. gonna go with uh, Rudy Gobert. I agree, I agree. That, that, I agree. Out, that worked out nicely. Nah, that worked out nicely. I mean, you can't let people Good run job, through the lane and dunk all the time. Ask <laughs> somebody defending back there. Hey, let's not check us. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's hey. Hey, when somebody want out, you let them go. Don't let them come back. I'm with you, KD. Yeah, that's why I cut my hair. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. NBA. That's why the TNT crew is probably. I mean, they're top one of five. awards, they're like obviously. Top three. They're like but, top three. The arguments, yeah, man. the discussions, the nothingness, the... Yeah, this is... <laughs> the fact that they have real relationships with these players because of the the reputation that they have on the court as well as off the court is, is what makes everything better. Because who going to check Shaq about the way he judges a player and their, their abilities and the challenge? Who going who gonna to test? Who going to test Ernie? He's one yeah. of the most knowledgeable guys and reasonable guys. And likable. <laughs> and like true. And likable. Yeah. Everybody love Ernie. And of course Chuck. <laughs> Hate him or love him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let Chuck tell it. He probably couldn't tell you anything of what it takes to win because he's never won. So anyways, yeah, that, yeah. that was that was uh it was one of those funny things, but it was like the secondhand embarrassment that I got from watching it the first time. I was like, bro, this I can't finish the clip. Like yeah. you can visibly see like KD obviously trolling LeBron, like, yeah, it's gonna be a hard decision to make between these last two, and then just yeah, yeah. But I need some they know something they know something we know. Oh, crazy, they yeah. know something we don't know. That the group the group chat between your KDs and your bronze and all that, the little circle they got, it, yeah. They they yeah. was going in, so yeah. <clears throat> NBA trade deadline is always crazy, man. Always crazy. Save the drama for Obama. Last story, Dane, before we get up out of here, bro. The NFL honors tonight, actually, Mm. as we have been recording. Mm. First, uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. Watt's going crazy this year. I think think that's a good decision. Sack record. Yeah, got the sack record. Tied it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, was it the sack record? I think it was. It's kind of like a, eh. 
because the 17 game, everybody's going to think about it. Yeah. Did he miss time, didn't he? Did he miss time or no? Because if he missed time, it kind of uh, negates it. He's, he, he did get like, injured. I, yeah, I think he did miss maybe a game. Because, you know, in the future, people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, the, the 17 games, but, you know. Yeah. I, I think Michael Parsons has said something about that too for the rookie record. He wanted to get it in 16. Right. Which he only yeah. played 16 because of COVID, right. being out with COVID. Yeah. So it would have worked out. But yeah. that's, it just lets you know just how tough it is to, to break that. But if he was playing edge primarily the first three or four weeks, I think he probably would have had a chance at it. I think it is a good right. favorite. But, you know, it's all good. Yeah. TJ Watt gets defensive player of the year. We have Jamar Chase, no surprise, offensive rookie of the year, playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday, as we talked about. And what's crazy about that um, is so much talk. If you remember Dane in the preseason when he was dropping those passes, and yeah, uh, we were talking like, about on this podcast, he's gonna be all right, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah, he, get and, the, get the just know, the best time to get the drops out. Get the drops out of your yeah. system right now, and he'll be fine. Difference maker for that offense, of course, with Joe Burrow coming back and. Cool, and man. right on cue, Joe Burrow, offensive or excuse me, comeback player of the year. We talked about oh. it. ACL injury last season, coming back, leading his team to the Super Bowl. Obviously, no question, without a doubt, comeback player of the year. And your boy Micah Parsons, Dane from the Cowboys, defensive of rookie of the year. Of course, he, uh, man, and you know, I think what sealed it for him was that position change, you know, when you guys were struggling with the injuries on the defensive line and players out yeah. him making that switch to the defensive line and basically dominating um, game in and game out just as a rookie. Just, you just shouldn't be running that fast that. as an, I mean, obviously <laughs> he was listed as a linebacker, but he let, let, let no doubt about it. That man is, that man's probably going to be some, somewhat of an edge rusher majority. Of the time, Cause he, his biggest impact is, Rushing the passer, yeah. you, you should not be that big running that fast, bro. You you right. shouldn't that. And this we talked about this on this very podcast. This is only going to continue to happen. These guys are going to keep getting freakishly bigger and freakishly faster. Like, yeah, nothing going to change about it. Good. Yep. That's all they have announced so far as we're recording. But hmm. we got MVP. Um, who do you think will take MVP? Mister Rogers in the neighborhood. That's that's my. I that's think my I think we, I think Jonathan Taylor was in the running for for a while, but I think been. the ending the ending for the Colts kind of probably so, not. Somebody mentioned it though. There needs to be a quarterback award, and then there needs to be an MVP because it's honestly it's we've seen the story time and Skewered time again. To, the Colts <laughs> are not the Colts. The, the Colts are not the Colts without Jonathan Taylor. Like that's yeah. just what it is. I mean. Same thing with the you know Green Bay Packers, but it's like you can't as a non quarterback you can't go up against that. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. But you know, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, that's probably who would get the MVP. Wouldn't be surprised with Tom sending him off. Oh, Tom, <laughs> who says he may may come back? Which I need Tom Brady out of my life forever, at least on the in, on the football uh, sense. You, you can do whatever you want. Out of your life. <laughs> All right. Anyway, life. episode seventy three of the Duo Sports <laughs> Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we did not announce the rest of the winners because <laughs> because Dane is making fun of me. No, because the, the show is still going on as we're recording. So, of course, we'll update that. 
on the next oh. episode of the duo as you well. That ESPN what, notification? What, what did I miss? New, what new I miss? owner has been announced for the Denver Broncos. I don't believe you. <laughs> I hate Dan. <laughs> oh yes, it has. The man has so many dubs, <laughs> so many dubs. <laughs> no Patrick Mahomes joke because uh, Dane hates me and I hate him. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's childish. <laughs> I need to grow up. Uh, anyway. Episode 73, oh, Dane. You got anything to say before we get out of here besides another Patrick Mahomes yeah, joke? Man, uh, y'all take it easy. Stay prayed up. Appreciate y'all for listening and rocking with us, man. Um, man, y'all ain't never beat that fool yet, man. It's okay. We never beat Tom Brady, man, so I, I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, bro. That's it. I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. We're, we're going to beat him next year. Twice. <laughs> With, when we get Russell Wilson this offseason. Bob Young. <laughs> Keep on dreaming. Episode man. 73 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Remember, you can give us a five star on Apple. It was the review. And also now on Spotify, Spotify has now added the ability to give five stars on there as well. So if you're listening on Spotify, give us five stars. And as Bamani Jones says, give us five stars. If you don't, I'm inclined to believe that you are a hater. He's going to steal this man's line. He's going to sue you. He's he ain't going to never hear this. All right. Okay. He Somebody going to send this clip to him, and he's going to be no. pissed. And I'm going to keep my, keep my name out of it. Both, hey, both, we, we good, bro. It ain't got nothing to do with me. I, hey, you can't tra- trademark. Big fan. Love the show. I am too. <laughs> love Foxwood Fridays, man. But I ain't no plagiarizing like this guy. Anyway, check it in.com on this brother, man. Y'all need to review <laughs> everything this man's ever submitted at Baylor, Baylor University. This man did some plagiarizing. Plagiarism. Shame on Plagiarism. Plagiarism. Subscribe, like, follow, tweet. Do all that good stuff for the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Oh, well, I'm Deontay. He's Dane B. We out. We out, man. We out.